Good evening. Good evening, all. Nation family, good evening. Just help me switch this on, please. Good evening, all. Let me see the greetings tonight from wherever you're watching from. And make sure you're tuned in on your own device so that I can see you all individually. I see you. Kevin, Pastor Kevin King, that's the Inspire family. Good evening. I see you. That's the general of the Inspire family. I see you, Miss Ruth. I see you all. Good evening. I see the Wealth Church on. Good evening. Benedicta, I see you. Good evening. Can I see the comments? It's just gone off. Okay, I see you. Pastor Indidi, the wordsmith. Good evening, Ma. It's important that you're on, actually. Thank you, Pastor. Aha. Uh -huh. Pastor Karin Kobe Jackson, Pastor Naomi, I see you all. Beautiful. Pastor Jade, House of Nations, I see you. Wonderful. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I see you all. Now, let me get into it. How are we all doing tonight? The studio is full of everybody. Are we good? Beautiful. Just turn that down a little bit for me, please, Mark. It's been a word week from everybody all over the houses, starting from, of course, our assistant senior global pastor, Pastor Sam. Then I saw Pastor Dami on on Tuesday, Pastor Obi Onyeka on on Tuesday also. I was on with PK on Wednesday. And of course, our man of God yesterday. I see you, Pastor Dambozi. Our man of God was on yesterday. And tonight I have the luxury, and it's almost like Friday. Pastor Nikki, do you not want us to enjoy? No. <laughs> I don't. It's always word season in the house. And I think I've got a word tonight for you all. So I really want you to pay attention, take your time. And I'm going to be conscious with the things I say. Like I said to you last week, we were on with Pastor Onyi some Saturdays ago. And I had a lady with me doing my hair. And Pastor Onyi began to speak about where you have shops and he said to the he said um why would you have a shop in camberwell when you can be in knightsbridge so you've got to give god praise for what he's doing with the phoebes first of all i've seen the new shop that's been opened that's wonderful that's exploits and of course we've got to give god praise for the houses that we've just opened i was speaking to pastor dami and i know that there's a house opening there and of course pastor chris who will take house of governance and he knows what to do. I've already told him what he needs to do to solidify that name. You're not going to go with a pitch. You go with defense, right? You go with the moolah. Exactly. So he knows what to do. Exactly. Um, so as I was saying, he was speaking about, why would you have a shop in Camberwell when you can have one in Knightsbridge? And so I turned to the lady doing my hair. I said, oh, so where are you, where are you from? She said, I'm from Camberwell. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, this nation, <laughs> don't get us in trouble. It's beautiful. Powerful word, as always, from our leaders. And I look forward to hearing those words because they stir me up for what I'm about to teach and preach. And, of course, I've been sitting with the family very quietly, raising everybody. So please, elite family, elite prosperity, um, as I speak to you tonight, you already know our understanding. We're in the mode of raising leaders. So if that makes you look irrelevant for a while while you're building, then that's fine. I do believe that when a seed gets into the ground, nobody knows what's going on until it begins to erect. So don't be too premature in trying to get yourself out there. Do you understand that? Take your time in growth. And that's why I say things like, I'm in no rush 
to raise leaders and I mean those statements however when I say such things that doesn't give the entitlement or give you uh, the access to become lazy it doesn't do that. In fact, it should make you want to quicken things up because we've got to move with the pace of the family. We've got to move with the flow of the family, right? And so what I want to speak tonight is Christ, the agenda. That stood out to me so powerfully on Sunday. And I hope for you, like, like I have, I've gone back to that word at least 10 times. Because I got so many nuggets from it, so many things that I want to really begin to pitch my tent on tonight. And even if this word is not long, stay with me because I think there's some things that we can begin to get out of why Christ is the agenda and how we can begin to access this Christ in our lives. Because he has a function and a role and he needs your participation in it. So by the time we finish tonight, we're still going to get into the conversation of partnership. That's a fundamental conversation and I think we started the year talking on this kind of flow. And I want you to begin to think with me tonight. I want you to begin to reason with the word tonight why Christ needs to be in our generation. Why he's looking for vessels like you and I to dwell in. I want you to think why he wants to exhibit himself. Because whatever you're connected to, whatever you're connected to, you exhibit the power thereof. If you are connected to poverty, for example, it will be poverty you will, ex you, will ex you will express. If you are connected to Christ, you will be connected to the power that Christ has. So therefore, we need to understand what is this connection? What is this partnership? What is Christ, the agenda? What does it mean, what does it mean in our generation? So like I said, the two things that stood out to me from Sunday service was of course Christ being the agenda and the fact that God gave us Christ to take nations. Now that's very deep, very deep if you paid attention to it, but it can also sound very irresponsible if it's not given to the right person. I'll say that again, such a statement can almost sound irresponsible if you do not understand what the nation is. Because you will repeat things that God has been given to us or God gave us Christ to take nations without understanding what nation taking is. Who Christ is. If we don't know who Christ is, we will not be able to exhibit the power that's in him. Don't forget when we sing songs and say things like the same power that conquered the grave lives in me. You've got to know what is this power. You've got to know what it is so that you also can have the same expression or you will know how to use that power in the field that God is calling you to. Are you with me tonight, nation family? I'm going to take you on a journey and I want you to stay with me and flow with me. You can turn this up because it's blowing too much on me. So the anchor scripture we're going to read tonight and I would like for our Bible reader to begin to take us there and it's the same scripture we used on Sunday 1st Corinthians and you'll read it in one or two um, one or two translations but before we even get there Pastor Mika we want to know what is it that Christ even came to do when Christ came onto the earth when he came into our structure and into our system his old being revolutionized everything he touched let me give you an example. When he went and told the disciples to go and open the, fish, the mouth of a fish and there is a coin. 
He revolutionized the banking system. Christ the agenda in the nation family. We'll call for a pastor Abba. We'll call for a pastor Rebecca. That is the revolution of finances because Christ has been felt with those vessels. Do you understand that? Not only that, Christ himself, when he touched or when he spoke to the disciples to go into the mouth of the fish, what he also showed is that he has the power to redirect creation. He can call it to what it's supposed to be. The same power that was in Christ. Don't forget Jesus was a person. Don't confuse Jesus and Christ. The power of Christ was in Jesus. So when he told the disciples to go and touch the fish, or sorry, go and get the coin out of the fish's mouth, he was trying to express to them and tell them that anything that you call to do with Christ in you, you can change its existence. So I can change Malia. Oh God, I can already feel so much tonight. Please stay with me. So we can look at Apostle Chips tonight. And we can say, yes, you are a CP, cardiac physiologist. But if Christ be in me, Christ the agenda be in me, and I look at Apostle Chips and say, today you are a financier, I can change the whole course of his life. But that only works because I've accepted Christ as the agenda. So before we can even begin to exhibit this Christ, there's got to be an acceptation. Everything is built around what we accept. You don't have to accept things by even saying, I accept. Just your being and your response to things, know, we know what you have accepted. I know by going into the ends, what people in the ends have accepted. I know when I look at certain leaders, what you've accepted. Whatever you accepted or whatever you accept, you will exhibit. So if you've accepted poverty, even without you saying with your mouth, I accepted it, your lifestyle will begin to magnify everything poverty. So if you call what is wealthy uh, from a poverty state, you will completely tarnish it by the way you've taken your life or the way you've approached your life. So what is good, you will call. So what, what is supposed to be good, you will call bad. What is bad, you will call good. Do you understand these things tonight? So when Christ came, he came to revolutionize everything. He came to show us a standard of living, a standard of living, a way of being, a way of existence, a way to live out our lives. So what is this Christ, the agenda? It's actually, in fact, when we look at it like this, we're supposed to see it as he's the only plan. That's what agenda means. If you begin to do a dictionary uh, reference on what the word agenda means, you will find things like plan. You will find things like reason. Yeah. And so I'm going to tell this up into what he means for the nation family because you heard PT speak to us yesterday when he began to speak about our war is our lifestyle and our war is against poverty. And if it's that, then we've got to take Christ as the agenda, as the plan to extinguish poverty in our generation. That's how we use him. That's how we know we've taken Christ. The reason why people will see us as a nation family and begin to distinctively define who we are is based on what we've done and what we do. 
The reason why people were able to associate and know who Jesus was was based on the Christ he was um, exhibiting throughout the land. That's how they were able to distinguish him. So when you get into the fields that God has called you to, the reason, the way people will know who you are, the reason or the way people will know that Christ is in you is based on what you produce, what comes out of you. But it's only going to be if you can accept him as the totality in your life it cannot be mixed with any other thing you can't have Christ and it's him and him alone he doesn't share he doesn't want to be compared with he doesn't want to be reasoned or likened with he wants him to be the total thing reigning in your life that's how you begin to experience the fullness of his power imagine me trying to share the connection of this fan with two outputs you will only get a certain expression of this fan it won't come out in its, in its full velocity. It won't be as full as we want it to be. It will be shared power. God wants you to be, or God himself wants Christ to be fully expressed through you so that his agenda can be expressed here on earth. Now let's read this scripture tonight. I hope I've laid a foundation for you where you can begin to understand the workings of Christ in you. Otherwise, we'll sing songs like God alone. We'll sing songs like in Christ, all things. We will say these things and they sound good, but they're almost very religious if we're not careful. They almost begin to sound irresponsible if we're not careful to completely take on the nature of who this person is. Christ is not just a person. He is the agenda. He's the plan. He's the reason. And if you can accept that, that plan will work for you in the pharmaceutical realm. That plan will work for you in banking. When you get in there, you will begin to revolutionize based on the agenda you've taken in. Let's read the scripture this evening. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. Yes, please. Version. Yeah. The message about the cross doesn't make any sense to lost people. It doesn't make any sense to lost people. Now, your biggest distraction in life will be for you to try and make sense of what is supposed to be foolish. Let me say that again. The biggest distraction you will have in life will be you trying to make sense of what was designed to be foolish. You will try and bring your carnality into Christ. And that cannot work. And so the message about the cross is not supposed to make sense. When you try and reason it and logicalize it to men that it wasn't cool to, then you, 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 you water down. You dumb down the message. Oh my God, that's so funny. How do you dumb down what's already foolish? Yes, but you dumb down what was supposed to be foolish. Don't forget, it's the wisdom of God which is foolishness to mankind. Go on, keep reading, please, Ma. But for those of us who are being saved, yes, it is God's power at work. It is God's power at work. So when we hear the message of the cross, when we hear Christ, guess what it's doing? It's generating power in us. Those who are, be, those who are called anyway, those who are called by acceptation, because I can call Pastor Chip today, his responsibility is to accept the call. If he doesn't accept the call, I can be speaking all manner of powerful things. I can be saying all manner of deadly things. <laughs> but the reality is that power will not be at work for him. It can't be until he accepts. Do you understand why acceptation is so important? It is good for us to come to church and lift up holy hands. But if there is no understanding 
my God, Lord Jesus. If there's no understanding of who Christ is and the foolishness of this message of the cross, then the power will not be at work. It will just be lifted hands. The power at work will be a Whitney in the admin fear, in the bid writing industry, going there to go and write up bids, and then the fruit of which is written will create a mil- will, will, will respond in millions. You understand that? That's the power. That's God's work in power. God is not trying to come down on any cloud riding like we hear say sometimes. We sing songs that behold, He comes riding on the cloud. That's not going to happen. Just so you know. Is this not riding on any cloud? The only cloud that we know is iCloud. It's not going to do that. That was a myth. And that myth kept the church very lazy. Very nominal. Looking for a hope that was never destined to come to them because they were supposed to be the hope. So go on, please, Ma. As God says in the scriptures, yes, I will destroy the wisdom of all who claim to be wise. He's going to destroy all the wisdom of those who claim to be wise. We're beginning to see the destruction bit by bit in certain areas, in certain fields. I've been watching the war. I've been watching all manner of things. It's like things are just crashing and collapsing one by one. It was the wisdom of those who claim to be wise. The reason why God will allow those things to happen is because he can see and sense, as Pastor Chip said, and smell that there's an army that have accepted Christ, the agenda. When he can see that, he can begin to allow those things to crash because at the end of the day, if the saints don't rally themselves up and prepare themselves for the war, he will still use the world until we're ready. So while we're getting ready, while we're building up, let them do their thing. Your job is to go into that system take the foolishness of preaching and make it into what God expects it to be. Your God is to revolutionize, change, transform and the only way you can transform is by is you being transformed first by the washing of the water of this word. Yes? Go on, keep reading please ma'am. I will confuse those who think they know so much. Oh my gosh. What happened? Do you remember when Nimrod and his people were confused by language? Oh my God, there's no time to go into that tonight because we began to speak about language on Sunday, right? Yeah, so he will confuse those who think they know so much. Yeah. What happened to those wise people? Yes. What happened to those experts in the scriptures? Uh, what happened to the ones who they think who think they have all the answers? Yes. Didn't God show that the wisdom of the world is foolish? Mm. God was wise and decided not to let the people of this world use their wisdom to learn about him. Crazy. He said, God, try, find another translation. He says, God was wise and decided not to let the people of this world use their wisdom to learn about him. So then how do we learn about him? We've got to accept him. Then he gives us entrance to his word. Everything, Matthew chapter 11, chapter 15, or that scripture I've given to you, Matthew 11, 15 in the NLT, please. You've got to accept him. Once you accept him, you're therefore able to hear him. Read it, please, Ma. Quickly. NLT, go on. 
please guys, let's do this. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Now, there's a difference between just listening. Anybody can listen to anything. Now, the difference and what God wants from his children is for us to have the understanding. Like I said, there's a lot of words that go around every day. And for some reason, they sound very good. But if there's no understanding, you will not be able to express the magnitude and power that comes with these words. So God made it that, he, that people in the world were not able to grasp his wisdom, grasp what he was trying to do. So what did he do? He looks for the man that accepts him, the man that accepts Christ as the agenda. Then he begins to speak to them. When he begins to speak to them, he does something peculiar because Christ the agenda is so potent that it has to come with instructions. If he doesn't come with instructions, you will not know how to use him. You will destroy him prematurely. You will mess up the plan. Oh my God. Are you hearing me tonight though? Are you sure? If you do not understand what he is saying, if you do not go with the, if you do not listen, and hear the instructions that come from the word. I tell you guys all the time in Elite Prosperity. Whenever PT is preaching, listen out for the instructions. Because it's the instructions that will make you become. It is the instructions that will ensure that a Pastor Ryan becomes what he needs to be. Plenty words, nice words are only nice words. But words that come within the instruction, which is every word that we hear in the nation family, are setting you up for what you're supposed to be in this generation. They are words that are setting you up to contain the potency of Christ so that you know how to channel him when the time comes. This is why I'm saying I'm not in a rush. I'm saying I'm not in a, in a rush because I want to make sure that the elite prosperity family understand, number one. Number two, take yield and take heed to the instructions given to them so that they know what to do when the time comes. Now, if that makes you look, if that looks like you're underground for a while, unloved, people don't see you, or you're not out in the open, that's fine. Like I said, keep building. Because when the time of manifestation comes, you will know how to channel this power that's been given to you. You will know how to operate this power that's being given to you. Instructions are so deep because not only do they help you with the trajectory of your life, they also help you to begin to create. Because when you begin to understand what God is calling you to do, you will know that, Pastor, Pastor Toby will know that I've got to use an Abba to create banking based on the instruction that he's received from the word. Do you understand that? Have you got another version, please, Ma? Yes, Ma. Easy version. Go on. So the wise people in this world are not really important. The clever teachers of God's law are not really important. Good. People who know how to argue well are not really important. Are you hearing all this? All the wisdom of the world is not important. So as much as Dr. Alexis is Dr. Alexis, it's not important. What is important about Dr. Alexis is Christ the agenda living in her. We will know that Christ the agenda living in her, like I said before, based on her expression, based on what she does, based on how she carries, carries instruction out, based on how she lives her life, based on how she unifies with the house of faith, 
based on how she unifies with the house of medics. We will know that Christ, the agenda is in her because nothing will be about her being a doctor. He will, be, he will even, if he has to, he can even say tomorrow, thank you for being a doctor in this realm. But in this realm of me using a doctor, Alexis, you're no longer a doctor for now you just serve in media. That is the foolishness of God. But guess what? That position is what will make her powerful as a doctor. Oh God, you didn't hear me? That position of serving a media that looks so foolish, almost looks irrelevant, almost looks like null and void, is her position of power. It's where God begins to glorify her. Why? Because he can entrust her. He's seeing that this is it for her. She doesn't mind serving here. The foolishness of having the title of a doctor can make you still serve with media. People are disrespecting you in your group chat. People are talking anyhow in the house as a doctor. He said they don't mean anything. Keep reading, please, Ma. God has shown that the wise ideas that belong to this world have no value. Oh, my God. The wise ideas that belong to this world have no value. So if you're looking in the world thinking, how do I increase my value in the world? It's not going to happen. The only value that is sure with the man that has accepted Christ, the agenda is in the word. Now, it may seem sometimes that we use the word for everything. Now, it may seem sometimes that we say the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. Because the reality is, that is it. If all fails around us, if nothing else seems to be making sense, in quote, then all we can turn to is the very thing that made us. The word. In the beginning, when he gave us the word, he gave us the word so that we can have the ability to recreate. Not only recreate, but the things that have been messed up in our generation that the wise have tried to take uh, uh, glory for, your job was to go back in and use the wisdom or the foolishness of this preaching to go in and recreate the structures the way God wants them to be. When God called you, when God calls Pastor Genevieve to the position that he needs her to be, her job is to, is, is to what's the word? Come on, guys. What are you supposed to do? Dominate. Come on. Her job is to dominate. And the only way she can successfully do that isn't by how many re-scriptures or inscribes she keeps writing. And that's fine. She must do that as a way to get into the system. However, they do those things in, uh, in um, pharmaceuticals. But the reality is she must be worded up, full to the brim. Her acceptation of Christ, her reliance on the agenda, on the plan, Whenever you look at, whenever you decide to take a plan, a certain plan, you're basically saying that's the way we're going to do things. That's what plan is there for. That is what structure is there for. If she can look at Christ as the plan, as the agenda, as the way to do things, then you already know by his exploits that she's going to be fine. The minute she tries to look at her own abilities or the abilities of this world, God already says that's already done with. Keep reading please, Ma. 
Don't get distracted, please. God himself is wise. Yes. He has decided that people cannot know him just because they are wise in their own way. Yeah. Instead, God uses the message about Jesus to save people. Yes. That message may seem to be silly to some people. Mm. But when we tell it to I can't see anything on my screen though. Please guys, help me. Go on. But when we tell it to people, yeah. God saves them if they believe it. So what is your job? What have you got to do now, guys? And I always send you on a commissioning uh, uh, word when we begin to round up words like this. So I'm going ahead of myself. What, you've got to go, what have you got to go and do? You keep speaking. You keep speaking and speaking. Your own speaking may be for the house of governance and what you're doing with social changes. Your own speaking may be in the pharmaceutical realm or in the fashion realm. Whatever you're doing there, because Christ, the agenda, is hidden in you. And because you've allowed that word to totally transform your life and give you an understanding of who he is and what he can do. Without you even saying much, the evidences of, of, in your life should make people want to draw to you. When they draw to you, they come into the secret. Eventually, the secrets of Christ and who he is must become a norm or the norm to everybody as we begin to grow, as we begin to change different institutions and different spheres in life. What is Christ the agenda or what we know as Christ the agenda must become like a normalization or it must be normalized. It shouldn't be something that is strange or we're not used to because everybody there has been touched and affected by you. Have you got something else? Have you finished what you're reading there? Jump to Romans chapter 8, 11. You need to really stay with me, guys. The power of this agenda is at work within the whole of the nation family. Some of the foolish things, you need to still find the bit that says the foolishness of preaching. You need to find that though. Please stay with me, guys. You have to understand that the foolishness of preaching be created a wealth nation, created Nakatek, created Zuriel, created Nightshield, created Pleroma, created Sense by CM. Pastor Chris is saying Sense by CM. Okay, make sure you mention that. That's what the foolishness of preaching does. Your mistake. And your distraction, ever you get distracted, is the fact that you're trying to make sense of this foolishness. You're trying to make sense of Apostle Nikki preaching, Apostle Toby preaching, Apostle Sam preaching, Apostle Onye preaching, and all the leaders preaching. It will be, it will be a huge distraction and a huge problem for you if you're trying to sit down and try to get the math of what they're saying. Oh, sorry, or the map of how they're able to do the things they're doing based on what they've said. It would be a distraction. You're trying to make sense of it. Just stay in the foolishness of it. When we're in our carcasses every day of the week, from Monday all the way to Sunday, and there's word going on, what God is trying to do is to increase Christ in you. What he's trying to do is flush away everything that you've tried to put in that, that, that reduces the potency of who this Christ is. 
like I said, you will only be able to express the magnitude of power of who you're connected with. So if I, Pastor Nikki, I'm connected with a PT, I'm going to express the magnitude of his power. That comes in time as I'm, as I'm growing and as I'm beginning to yield to the instructions given to me. Raise people, Pastor Nikki. Sit down and listen to the word, Pastor Nikki. I told you I'm not in a rush. Some of the people that we're raising in this house, you will be leading, the, you will be leading children that have not yet been conceived. You will be leading children that have not yet been fought about. That's the kind of leaders that I want and that's not gonna, it's not going to be an overnight job. It's going to take a lot of incubation. It's going to take a lot of sitting on. It's going to take a lot of Christ. And if it's going to take a lot of Christ, then you need a lot of word. That's what I said to you guys on Monday. You need more word to fulfill the agenda of God. I'm going to treat the agenda of God on another day so that I get you guys eager for more word. But for now, I'm trying to show you the expression of what it means to be filled with Christ as the agenda. What it means to have Christ as the plan for your life. What it means for you to fully accept the call of Christ in you. Again, I don't want to go ahead of myself. Go on, please, Ma. Romans 8:11 amplified classic. Go on. And if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, yes. then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in I you. I love this so much. It says and if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the grave, this just begins to show you that it was never about Jesus. It was about Christ in him. What will make the nation family stand out? What's making PT as powerful in, as he is? It is Christ in him. Oh my God, please, you've got to know this. Because this will help you in your business life. There is no thing like 10 steps to business. This is it. It is Christ in you. It will be Christ in you that makes sense by CM, a worldwide brand. We can have meeting upon meeting and talks upon talks. But if Christ is not there, it will just be works in vain. It will just be the wisdom of this world that God is trying to do away with. So he said, and if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up in up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life. So God is doing a restorative work in you. When you accept Christ, what happened is you became like the fallen Adam. In fact, you were born like the fallen Adam. In order to get to speak to you the way he wants to speak to you, he wants to restore you back to the Adam he predestined. That predestined Adam knows how to take instruction for one voice alone. That one voice alone will give you the instruction on how to move with Christ. Christ never left Eden. Adam did. He never left Eden. Adam did. So for Christ, oh my God, for Christ to have his power, he's looking for the next Adams. He's looking for the second Adams who will totally yield to him, who will totally submerge themselves in him. Who will say, who, oh my God, who will exchange life for life? Who will take up the burden of death to accept his life? That's who he's looking for now. So what he does when he raises you from the dead, and what does the dead mean? When you present your body, Ryan, to a pastor Nikki, that's you presenting yourself as dead. 
then what I begin to do or what the man of God PT begins to do is infuse word that gives life, that restores you to the original purpose that you had here on earth. Do you understand this? So he says, from the dead will also restore to the life your mortal, yeah. short-lived, perishable body. If I die after making sure I raise the people I raise, so if that be at 40, then I'm happy. You will never die in Jesus' name. God is with you. He is for you. You are not going. If I've accomplished my work here at 40 and I die, I've done the job that I need to do. I've made Christ visible. I've made sure that the message of Christ is here in Apostle Whitney, in Apostle Leah, in Apostle Dr. Alexis, in Enike, and in all the nation people. So, oh my God. So when PT began to speak, began to speak yesterday about a Dorothy, we're not gonna clap for her just because she got a certificate. I thought that was very powerful. We are only going to clap when we can see that Christ, the agenda, has been taken on in her life, and she's been she's able to now fight the cases that Christ could fight. He's the only winner. So I don't want to see anybody from the elite family clapping for anything too premature. If you clap premature, that's, you've died on that line. That's what happens to most people. You get this. Oh God, well done. You think, ah, hey, yes, I've made it now. We've done it. Woo. That was the day you died. So when you're doing WhatsApp drive, Insta drive, every drive, be careful you've not been driven out of what God asked you to do because it's too small. If the world hasn't felt it, the day that you people did a takeover in Wood Green and these places and governments were calling, oh my God, now I know we can clap for something. When police are knocking on my door, because over 2,000 plus young children, the age we're supposed to be meet, getting. Where's Ella? Ella, come and sit in here, please. I don't understand. That is the generation that God wants us to go and get. So when you do those things, you've taken over that whole area, like the way you guys did. Then we can begin to applaud. And that applaud is only to say we're just getting started. Do you understand these things? So he said, go on please ma. Short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I love this. Read it in another version. NIV is fine as well. Go NIV. on. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. Yes. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. So once Christ is in you, it gives you life. And like I said, going back to when Jesus was alive, the life of Christ was evident in him. Everywhere he went, life was injected. If you want to look for another word for life, it is actually revolution. If you want to look for another word for life, it is recreation. 
what he did for that film, it blew me away when I clocked this in my room this afternoon. And I said, actually, what Jesus did when he told his disciples to go and take the coin out of the mouth of the fish was introduce a new form of banking. Not only did he introduce a new form of banking, he actually told us that we can still redirect creation. We can call creation what we need it to be per time. So I can call Ryan a giver today and a soul winner tomorrow based on the life that's in me. This life has the ability to take on any shape and form. That's why as, as Pastor Chip said, we need to be at zero. That's exactly where God needs us to be so that he can infuse us. If he calls us to be the giver today and the soul winner tomorrow, we're able to be very malleable. We can take on any shape at any time. That's what makes us useful in our generation. I look and listen to my leaders. I listen to Pastor Sam. I listen to Pastor Onyi, Pastor Dami, Pastor Obi Onyeka, PK, uh, Pastor Abba, Pastor Shadia. And I'm beginning to see how, the, how God has put himself in all of these leaders to do specific works. When the time comes to generate finances, they can do it. When it comes to soul winning, they can do it. When it comes to business, they can do it. Why? Because of the life in them. The life that is dwelling in them. Did anything say that when Jesus come, he was going to be a businessman? The Bible even says he was a carpenter. How did you end up being a businessman? How did you end up becoming a bank, a bank owner? How did you become a, end up becoming an influencer? Yes? How did you become the best dressed? Remember the lady that touched the hem? They said they had fringe. <laughs> the Bible said they had tassels. <laughs> it was the best dressed. Is that not pity in our generation? So why wouldn't a PK go from death to life? First PT had to take on, embody Christ the agenda. The accusi accusations and persecution only validate Christ in you. The resistance that you face only validates and justifies and makes clear that it's Christ the agenda working through you. Because left to you, you should stop what you're doing. When resistance come, you're supposed to say, hang on, this is enough. Let's just go and do what we're supposed to be doing. Stop there. How could you be meeting resistance and you're still going? You're still pushing unless there's something else operating from the inside out of you. Unless there's another life that's taken over your life. It can only be Christ in you. That is the hope of your glory. That is the hope of your tomorrow elite prosperity nation family. It is Christ the agenda that sets you apart from men of the world. So don't look today thinking this one is doing this. It's only a matter of time. He's being built up in you. He's trying to check that even Ella at the age of 16 can take on this word. Let it transform her way of thinking, her way of life, so that she can go into school and do rallies that will raise, that will raise the whole of that area you're from. Edfield? Edfield? Even worse, Dagna. Orange. God wants revival, acute revival there. I emphasize on the word acute. If you know the area, you know what I'm talking about. It is desperate revival he's looking for there. So what's he doing with Ella? He's looked at her and seen a weapon 
face. And that weapon is fine, but it's blunt. In order to sharpen it up, I've got to infuse it with more word. I've got to refine it. I've got to take it and chisel it some more. I've got to carve it into the shape that will have the highest level of potency. So when it cuts, it's felt. I've got to make her strong and ready for the time of battle. And I keep saying to you guys, make sure you don't manifest too premature. You see, for someone like me that was thrown into the deep end of leadership and given word, when I was busy just minding my business, cooking in Islington, enjoying the days of just inviting people, We'll make sure that there's jello fries and jerk chicken every week. And on the weeks that Pastor Sam comes, we made sure that we, we didn't make rice and peas because he doesn't eat peas. So we'll make a separate... That was fine. No resistance. No fight. That was easy. That was easy. That was fine. But then what does he do? He threw me right in the deep end. As Pastor Ndidi told us the other day, he called or dared me to step onto some waters. And what did he need me to do? Follow the instruction that leads to wisdom. And it looks foolish. Stepping onto the water seems foolish. Why would you begin to step on waters? That is the foolishness that the world will look at and say, how? But in that... And in this time, I'm speaking to you all as a family. What is God doing? I'm, you're watching me grow right in front of your eyes. I didn't come from a church background. My mom was Christian and the dad was Muslim. So we did Hanukkah. I'm joking. We did um, Eid and we did Christmas. I think the other day I even got a message from my family, Happy Ramadan. There was actually a funeral from one of my uncles today. And they said, uh, Nikki, are you coming? We weren't sure if we're going to invite you or not because we know, I said, you are right. God is working for you because you know I wasn't going to be there. Just send me your account details. Said, exactly. That's why we love you so much, Auntie Nikki. So I got the message, happy Ramadan, how many eat, alaikum, and all these things. <laughs> then at Christmas, we'll cut turkey and crack crackers while wearing hijab. It was, it, there was no in Christ reality. There was no doctrine put on me that will make me the best administrator in the world or bid writer in the world or fitness person in the world or, or finance legal person in the world or presenter in the world or designer. There was nothing. So I had to go to a state of death almost physically with me almost losing my life. That was just the call I needed at that time. For God to raise something. And if God is going to raise anything, like I said, it will go through his process of being unnoticed. So if sometimes, yes, elite, you may have to go back in the ground and dig deep. Get your roots in order for when you come up to be the best visibility of what the word has to offer for you or what Christ the agenda has to offer for you. Have you got something else to read, please, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. Go on. Romans 8 verse 2. Go on, let me see. 
Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what, for, for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, yeah. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. Good. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live. Stay on verse 2. Because through Christ, Jesus, the law of the Spirit, who gives life. You see, everything has to be through him. It says through Christ, the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set us free. So you're looking for freedom. You're wondering how you can get out of the bondage. And let me tell you, for most people, you don't even know that you're in bondage. The world right now doesn't know they're in bondage until they've been set free. I don't know how to explain that. It's almost like, oh my gosh, the day that I touched Jamava, Jamava and their food, I didn't know I was in bondage to, to, to not eating Indian food. I didn't know how magnificent it was. That Jamava is so powerful. But as soon as I was set free by eating, it's like the veil was torn. And I could see Christ. But most people don't know they're in bondage. How do you tell a girl in Dagenham that the way she dresses and her approach to guys is wrong until you take her out of the ends and show her what freedom actually looks like? Go back to the scripture. I don't need to see me. Where is it? Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. He set you free from the law of sin and death. And that's not really where I'm going tonight. But you need to understand that it is through Christ. Through this agenda called Christ that you will see freedom. It is through the agenda called Christ that Apostle Whitney will be able to raise billions in the area she goes to. She try and does it by herself. She will be surprised that they will say, okay, I think we've seen a mental case here. Let's examine it. Let's lock her up and put away the key because she's trying to do it by herself. That's why I told you last week, God sets the lowly into families. When he does that, he's trying to actualize what Christ does when he gets into a community of people. So when Pastor Whitney goes out and starts bid writing, she knows that she's part of the agenda called the nation family. And whatever she's writing for, it will, it will encourage and advance God's agenda here on earth. Whatever she's going out to work for, the reason why there's a pharmacy is because God's agenda needs to be advanced through that pharmacy. Do you understand that? So it has to be through Christ Jesus that these things are able to, that, that these things will be able to happen. That spirit who gives life I told you when you accept Christ and his totality, you're now in the position to touch anything and everything and give life to it. I can look at Aaliyah today and say, take Pleroma. What I'm saying to her is take life. If she can take that life, then she too will take on that same person that Pastor Nikki has taken on. And whenever she goes out to a school or an education sector, she will go with the power and potency of this Christ. The same power that conquered the grave lives in her. And if he lives in her, he is also able to express himself through her. Are you hearing me tonight? 
these words will begin to quicken your understanding and sharpen your understanding of what Christ the agenda means to you. What is the picture on Instagram? I don't give a flying monkey. I'm only doing it because I understand that our war is lifestyle. If it's not, what is my business on Instagram? To be honest with you, I don't even go on there anymore. It's not silly that deals with that page. I will stand and pose. I will wear the clothes that Pastor Hannah gives me to wear. I will do all of that. If it means our voice as a nation gets amplified. If it means that the message of this work and the kingdom gets amplified and advanced. Then I'm going to be all over that thing. Until we get to a place where Christ can be felt everywhere. The expression of who he is and what he is, it pleases God. When he can find his men here on earth, taking the shape of Christ, his son. Okay, read please, Mark. You've got something there. Definition of agenda. Definition of agenda. Go on. An underlying, often ideological plan or program. A secret aim or reason for doing Did you something. hear this? An underlying, often ideological, it's an ideal plan or program. Oh my God. This word program is even better. Christ is a program. Have you ever put program into your computers? Pastor Daniel, you will know. It increases productivity. More than create, it increases productivity. It introduces productivity. Because if it was, the program wasn't there, you can't increase anything. Christ is a program. When you take him on, everything that comes with that program, the updates and the, the, the abilities, you can act on. This is where I'm getting. Do you understand these things? When you accept the program, and this is why, you've got to look at your lives properly. You've got to take heed to yourselves constantly and make sure that the program is working and you've not malfunctioned it based on you trying to jam two things. I remember with the days we used to do disc and we used to try and jam and try and copy disc and do all those things. You've got to make sure that the program is functioning the way it's supposed to. He is a program. He's a way of life. When a robot, oh my God, you see this thing is mad, you know. Robots will come and do their thing soon. They are put, programs are put into them. So they're now able to do what humans can do. If the wisdom of this world begins to advance more than they should, Pastor Whitney, they will be able to do things unspeakable. That is why God is in a rush. When I say God is in a rush, he's still got time. Yeah? That's why God is in a rush by making sure that his men filled with him are up to the standard to compete with these men. Do you understand that? He's got to make sure you're up to standard and the only way he will know you're up to standard is based on your programming. Christ in you. I love speaking about in Christ because it makes me to understand my role in the nation family more. I love 
this topic of in Christ and what he does and what he can do through us because that will start telling me that teaching me and to teach you all how you're supposed to operate in the nation family you've got to know now if he's called you to a specific place that he's calling you to be there because of what the nation family is doing right now and if right now God is saying to end poverty then guess what we take on the shape because of the life and program put into us to fight that cause if he's saying we're going against this and that then every utensil and equipment needed for that fight has been deposited into us we've got to draw it out so there's no such thing as fear here. There's no such thing as doubt if Christ is in you. The only time we saw, or the one time we saw the flesh of Jesus, because it was Christ in him, remember, was the day we saw him in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he began to weep to the point where he was tearing blood. Lord, if this be you, let this cup, you see that cup is being put on you right now. So if you are not crying till tears of blood are coming down your eyes, then you're not fighting for this nation hard enough. You're not fighting for God's agenda hard enough. He needs you to go hard. He needs you to be him to totally. To the point where you're ready to die. To the point where you're ready to sit here for the next 20, 50 years of your life and say, Amen. Go on, please, ma. What do you want to read now? Colossians 1, verse 27. Please. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Good. So to them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. What is this mystery? Christ. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope of a future. The hope of the banking industry becoming great again. Right now, we're being oppressed by little HSBC. But if the family can come together, all manner of Christs come together and infuse a Pastor Abba or a Pastor Becca or whoever is calling into that sphere, then guess what? We can create a bank that governs, that protects and acts as a defense for God's agenda. Then we are, guess what we're doing? We are, we are advancing God's kingdom here on earth. Thy kingdom come is being made visible. It's not just something we say anymore. It's something we are experiencing. The life in you is so powerful once you accept Christ. It's almost like he's trying to fight himself out of you sometimes. He's wondering, why is the flesh so strong? Why is your being still alive when I'm trying to do my thing through you? When Christ is in you, Pastor Gani, you know you can do anything. Um, there's no limit to what you can do. This Jesus was going from place to place to place to place. No, the Bible even tells us we still didn't see the full manifestation. Because he said greater works you people will do. 
meaning that there was more to be done with the with the with the taking on of this Christ he was going from place to place healing and doing all manner of things and you know the healing that we understand now is having a doctor Alexis just by her words certain things are beginning to get back into place living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory I love this thank you so much living within you is the Christ who flows you with the expectations of glory what is this glory it is the weight it is the cardboard the awesomeness the fullness are you hearing me tonight though am I preaching I think I'm preaching to myself because I'm getting hot inside I'm already feeling like okay I know what to do next Nikki just calm down don't worry no, you're fine let me just explain something to you nation family this woman is going to be dirtily wealthy so what am I panicking about what are you worrying about this whole nation family is set You've got nothing to fear. You've got nothing to worry about. All your concern is feeding on Christ. All that should be in your, your, your artillery right now is to weaponize this word. Your future is set. Your future is destined. Like I said, as much as I know where I'm going to be, there will be a day when the nation calls upon Pastor Nikki and says, now is your time. There will be a day where the nation will need a domicella or whoever and we say now is your time, manifest. So what do we do now? We keep feeding. We keep making sure that the program is constantly getting its rightful updates. The same way you make sure that your iPhone gets the right update. You've got to make sure that your person is getting the right updates. You've got to make sure that Christ is always the program. He's always the agenda. He's always the reason. He's always the way. Go on. This mystery of Christ embedded within us. I love that word so nicely. Embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest. Beautiful. Of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. For his people. Did you hear this? There are peoples and then there are his peoples. The Gentiles were, uh, 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 and I used to teach you this back in the days, these were foreigners, almost like outsiders, but God considers them as his people. Why? Because they accepted the way. They accepted this program and lived their life according to the program called Christ. And uh, go on please, Ram, this mystery becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people yeah. and God wants everyone to know it. He wants everybody to know it. And so when he was speaking in the Matthew and he said, let those who have ears, let them hear. Not only hear, but understand because he wants everybody to know the mystery that is Christ. If you can accept this Christ, then guess what? We get reset into our original condition which is to be like Adam, which was to dominate, come on, which is to dominate in some Jew, multiply, fill, and replenish this earth. That is who God is looking for. 
in that God gives you the wisdom on how to do these things. So every day when God used to speak to Adam in the cool of the day, he was just giving him instructions. He said, go and name the na- na- name lions, name all these animals. This is just to see how much of me you understand. This is just for me to know how much Christ you know. Because the level of Christ you know will determine what you will call this animal. Then, Oh my God, the level of Christ in you will determine what you call problems when you see them. The level of Christ in you will let us know how far we are going to go as a family in this, in this work. Because more persecution is coming. More resistance is coming. And that resistance will revalidate and justify and let the world know that Christ is definitely in us. If not, then we are not living the life that he lived. Paul would say things like, I long to live the life of Christ even unto his death. One of you will be finding that scripture by now. Paul, and for those of you who are Christians watching me now, that guy was a madman. How could you want, this guy was, was a claiming self, um, self-crucifixion or self-sacrifice. Uh, or even the guy was on a suicide mission. He just says, I just want to be like this Christ. Every ounce in me, the length, the breadth, the depth, the height is just to be one with this Christ. Because whoever you partner with is who you will become. You will become fully active when you meet this Christ. Everything that you're called to do, what you're supposed to do in this life will activate when you take on this person called Christ. When you take on this agenda called Christ. Read what you're reading, man. Christ is our message. We preach to awaken hearts. I love this. Christ is our message. When we go out there, and it's not like Christ is our message. Yeah. Christ is our message. That's not what he's asking you to do. Christ being our message is actually an expression. Everything that the nation family is doing, it's an expression of Christ. And like we were learning on Sunday, it is foolishness. How do we preach such powerful words, yet we get on the ground and we're influential? Yet we get into business and we're so powerful. Yet we get into trading and we're so good at it. Christ is our message. We preach to awaken hearts. Thank you so much. And bring every person into the Ah. full understanding of truth. You hear this? Don't forget the scripture we read earlier. It is the foolishness of preaching. But what happens to this preaching? We preach to awaken hearts. And bring every person into the full understanding of truth. So actually, every person, until they've met Christ, they are dead. That's why I use the analogy, most people don't know they're in bondage because they're walking dead. They're walking corpse. Until they get the preaching and their hearts are awakened. Then we can bring every person into the full understanding of truth. Go on. 
it has become my inspiration this is Paul speaking and passion yeah? in ministry to labor with a tireless intensity oh God, can you hear this guys tonight elite prosperity are you with me tonight nation family are you with me tonight is Paul said here it, and this must be your own declaration as well it has become my inspiration and passion in ministry to labor with a tireless intensity there must be a tireless intensity when you guys are doing the things you're doing. When you're mobilizing winning souls for June service, there must be a tireless intensity that will prove that you've understood the preaching of this message. That will prove that Christ is your message because he would do the same thing. The Lord will go from place to place preaching this message so that hearts will come to him, so that hearts will fully understand. Now he had limited time. Now you all with your little pieces of Christ in you, you've got a thousand years of work. You've got a thousand years of time to go and do the work he was trying to do in the couple of days in a couple of years you've got to go and labor tirelessly and with intensity I love this next bit with his power flowing through me with his power flowing through you so when you're going there out there with tireless entity and intensity it isn't your zeal it isn't your efforts. You're going on his power. This is why at times to try and begin to explain to you how certain things happen is difficult because it's not me. It is his power flowing through me. When you go and ask certain leaders, how are you doing this? How is this happening for your life? It will be very difficult for, for them to give you answers. Guess what? Tireless intensity with his power flowing through them is at work. If they start trying to explain to you how things are happening, then they're trying to make sense of what is foolish. Go on, please. To, to every believer, the revelation of being his perfect one in Jesus Christ. No, you missed something there. With his power flowing through me to, to present, present to every believer the revelation of being his perfect one in Jesus Christ. Okay. There's something else? Galatians 2, CV. I love this. I think this is Pastor Daniel doing all this though. Pastor Daniel, Ehedua, senior, our commander. Go on. It was the law itself. He's preaching with me tonight. I know Pastor Daniel as well. You want to be, Pastor, you know you can. You know. So I go on. <laughs> You've got to read all these scriptures. Go on. Galatians 2, 19, verse CV. Okay, CV. It was the law itself that killed me and yeah. freed me from its power. Yes. So I could live for God. I have been nailed to the cross with Christ. Uh -huh. I have died, but Christ lives in I me. I have died, but Christ lives in me. I know we want to deal with that law stuff, but I don't want to get into that tonight. I don't want to move you away from this focus of Christ in you. Because once you understand Christ in you, you begin to understand the law. Because even with him in you, there's still a law. You're just no longer bound to the law of this world. Okay? So go on, keep reading, Ma. Go on from verse 20. I have died. I have died, but Christ lives, lives in, in me. me. Uh -huh. And I now live by faith in the Son of God. So what is the expression of us knowing that Christ is living in someone? The amount of faith acts you do. 
You're not called House of Faith just for a nice title, Pastor Genevieve. You've got to act in faith. When there is zero in your account and you've got to walk home at 2 a.m. after coming to HQ, it is the faith that will prove to us that Christ is in you and is in your house. Oh God. So that's how we know that Christ is in someone. That there is nothing left. You've given all. You've properly expensed yourself. Yet you're still intensely, tirelessly moving on a current. That current is called faith. That flow is called faith. And that faith is the evidence that Christ is in you. And if Christ is in you, then you're able to do all things. Is that not what the scripture tells us? It says, in Christ, I can do what? Did he say some things? Maybe a little things. He said all things. And if we're able to do all things, it's because we've gone through the act of faith, because we're in Christ, and we're operating on, an, on, a, on a dimension and flow that suits the needs of the house right now. So if God, if PT, I said God, yeah. If PT has asked us to go and raise 500 souls per house, how are we going to do that? By faith. And it's not a thing that we, by faith. Because the Bible will still go on to say things like faith without works is dead. And what are these works? These works are Christ in us. Because when Christ begins to rise in us and speak through us and for us, he will begin to tell us how to go and get these souls. He will begin to navigate us on how we locate seed. The reason, you see, the reason why God speaks in mystery, you know, let, let, let me tell you, the reason why the world will not understand us is because of the mystery of this Christ. So we'll say things like seed and the world will be like, what is that? We have never heard of it. It was never for them. So they will look at it and quickly, oh Lord, give me a word. They will quickly, they will quickly rubbish it or because of their lack of understanding about it, they will quickly downplay it and tread on it and even accuse us with it. Because it wasn't a word for them. If should they decide to come into Christ, those, those words will be the only words they understand. But because they're not in Christ, you can't expect them to understand. Revelations 2.29. Very quickly, guys. You guys have got to help me though. Revelations 2.29. When God was speaking in Matthew chapter 11, verse 15, it says, those who have ears, let them hear. He was speaking to the, the believers, yeah? But when he spoke in Revelation, he was now speaking to the church. He said, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the church. So he was talking to two people, two sets of people. You can be a believer, but what does God need for you to be is be part of a church. God wants you to be a believer in the church and you can't expect the world to understand what you're doing. They're not supposed to understand because the word that they, that they are hearing wasn't for their ears. He said, whoever has ears, oh, do you understand this? He said, whoever has ears, whoever has ears for this message, let them hear what the Spirit is saying. You can't expect um, the police to have the Spirit to hear what God is saying. I can't expect for whoever to have ears. To, they don't. The message wasn't given to them. But what is your job? 
Your job is to keep pushing this agenda and keep speaking it about seed until it becomes normalized. Until House of Parliament start raising seed. Until we start sending a Jordan, Maliata. Until we send Jordan, who's studying politics in one of the best unis in the world, we send her into that sphere and she begins to speak about seed there and they legitimize it and they say that's what we need to do in this London city. Do you hear these things? This word wasn't given to them. It was given to you. Now Christ in you must give you the tireless intensity to preach this message so that it gets to every corner of this world. Are you following me tonight? I've neglected those of you who are here for the first time and you're wondering, whoa, she, what is she saying? This is a lot. This is, this is a, I'm sorry, but I had to just get this out tonight because it was doing me. So I'm preaching to me first. I'm just praying that whoever has ears... Let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Because whatever he is saying to the church is how you will begin to maneuver your life. There will not be a thing in your life that you say, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what's happening in my life. You will know nothing happens by accident. If, you've not living a, if, you're, living a, if you're living a life outside of Christ, then whatever can happen. But if you're in Christ, let me tell you, even sickness has no place why? Because we've got a work to do. We've got a heavy calling over our, over our lives. He's got to work for the church. He's given you all responsibilities. But you see... The funny thing is, as much as we can say God has given us responsibilities, he doesn't expect you to carry them out if he cannot see Christ in you. He is not going to expect it. This is why Peter can be preaching and preaching, sometimes repeated messages, even the same messages, for over 15, 16, 17 years. He's just looking for one man that he can see Christ in doesn't matter. He's been patient enough to sit on us with word, the intensity of word that he has. Every day is a word day in the nation. Tell me what church does this. And if they do, I want to shout salute. But I can't see you. I can't feel you. And I don't know you. But I know the nation family and I know the world knows us. From time my own family members are beginning to respect the nation family. I see what you people are doing. And actually the world needs this. For them to begin to start saying things like that. Then you, and if you know my family, you know what I'm talking about. So don't you worry about your families. Thinking, oh, they're not understanding. It's not your job. Your job is to keep preaching. Your job is to keep making impact. Your job is to make sure that this message. And I'll begin to speak about the gospel. And your responsibility and preaching the gospel and what it means I will get into all of these things but for tonight I thought it expedient to begin to speak about this Christ as the agenda as the plan as the program for our life as the way we ought to live 
the spirit and the life that's living inside of us actually encourages more problems encourages more resistance so don't get relaxed now don't pull your sleeves down now don't wipe your brow now in fact pull your sleeves up even more because the real work is just starting what God is expecting from elite prosperity what he's expecting from the nation family is just getting started don't tell me you're a doctor and I don't have I don't feel your impact don't tell me you're a doctor and you've not written legislations on how doctors should conduct themselves. Don't tell me you want to get into pharmaceutical and you're not fighting. Don't tell me about fitness and your belly is still hanging. Don't tell me you're a designer and you've not gone down to knock on Louis Vuitton's door, whether he's dead or alive. Don't care. Don't tell me you are this and you're that and you haven't gone with intensity. Intense one. Tireless intensity to go and knock down certain doors to get the response that you need. Don't tell me. We're not going to be doing that clapping thing anymore. We're clapping for... Let me tell you, people own shops. It's not new. People host events every day. It's not new. Don't let that become the norm for you, nation family, that you start saluting those things. I told you this years ago. Even WhatsApp story does not respect your, your, your post. After 24 hours, it tells you, thank you, get out. Tomorrow's news. Next news. There's nothing new. But guess what's reigning? What's established? Places like the banking structure, the banking systems, government, legal, the places where God really wants his power to be expressed is, where, is what he's looking for now. Don't start clapping for little things like, oh, wow. Yes, we must celebrate them. They are milestones, but they are not the end. Otherwise, you will settle too quick. You've still got a destination you're going to nation family. And so you've got to put on your weapons. You've got to put on all your utensils and equipment. You've got to put on Christ. When you put him on, he will begin to direct you into the places that we are going so that our name, that our establishment, that this flag will begin to be one that's put on the atlas. Whether or not we've got a place to be, we'll be all over. Oh my gosh, let me know. We'll be all over. Our impact will be felt wherever we go. We don't need a place or a land. We are the lands. Christ is a spirit and wherever the spirit is there is freedom so freedom to roam around lands freedom to be in one place and I'm, as I'm speaking to you now I'm in Budapest as I'm speaking to you now I'm in Nigeria as I'm speaking to you now I'm in Ghana as I'm speaking to you now I'm in the US because of the Christ in me have you got something else you want to read? Go on, yes, ma'am. Colossians 3, verse 4, C okay. and B. Okay. Christ gives meaning to your life. And when he appears, you will also appear with him in glory. Christ brings meaning to your life. Without Christ, let me, guys, you already know. I've told you my story. Without Christ in Pastor Nikki, I was as good as dead. 
As soon as I came into this family and I met a PT, and believe it or not, the first thing he was preaching the day I came in was this same thing. Christ in you, the Spirit of God in you. I said, eh? Somebody can live in me. I ever thought, what, this, the girl that invited me, I said, sis, listen, there's a problem here. You see, they put me in a mental home for being weird. Now, what I'm hearing, we may have to call the doctors here because I actually seem like I'm okay if they're teaching this because this is madness. How can somebody else live in you? Foolishness. Go on, please. Christ gives meaning to your life. He gives meaning to your life. And when he appears, you will also appear with him in yeah. glory. Yes. Is that it? When he appears, you will also appear with him in glory. So whenever his name is raised in a banner, we must be there. So it, it shouldn't be a shock when we put people like PT on a pedestal and put him, because that is God. God doesn't want to be something that is invisible. You're not even sure. You, listen, heaven and hell is on earth. You create that. Don't tell me you're going somewhere. If that's the, go and kill yourself now. Let me help you then if you, you don't want to commit suicide. That's fine. Don't worry. I help you. They call it euthanasia. Is that right? Doctor? I'll only listen to doctor. What is it called? Euthanasia. Uh -huh. When I help kill somebody, I kill them, isn't it? can help you do euthanasia. Tell me about God. We're going to help. Let me tend you there then. No one should go to jail for murder if we're going to heaven. No one should go to jail for murder because we've been promised to go to where the, the glorious gates are. Where there's treasures unlimited. Then we should all be killing ourselves. We should call Friday purge day then. Everybody should just scatter everyone. No, you create that here. When people see my life, they're like, ah, you're really living in luxury in heaven. It's like heaven. I'm like, wow, actually, you're kind of right for where you're looking because it's still like hell for me. And if this is hell for some people, then this is heaven. You create that here on earth. So his glory must be in the image of a person. At the time, it was in the image of Jesus. It's in the image of PT. It's in the image of your leaders. It's in your image. So to round up what I'm saying, when Christ inhabits himself, when he abides in you, the expression of this Christ will revolutionize everything you touch, will change, transform, set into place, give the original intention of what things are supposed to be when he is found in you. So what do you do, nation family, now? You dig deep into more word. You start looking into the things that cause you to exhibit Christ more. If he sent you out into a certain area, you go there with tireless intensity. You go there with the power of God. 
You go there with his power. You go there with his might, not yourself anymore. You go there knowing that he's given you an agenda. He's given you a plan and program and that everything you do now is not you, it's him. And if it's in him in you, then guess what? The whole generation must feel your power. The whole generation must feel your potency. Power wasn't one of the, um, one of the uh, commandments that he gave to Adam. That just came as a natural disposition when he began to dominate, multiply, and do all these things. What he's looking for, when you can connect to Christ, you can connect to his power. If you're listening to me right now, what I want to see is a hundred people or whoever is watching tonight, I haven't even seen for myself is you saying that you are connected to this Christ and the expression of this connected connection oh this charisma I've told you <laughs> I appreciate your zeal charisma Daniel it's beautiful but now start making money out of it that was what made me know that he's working for you I've got to know I'm connected because whatever you're connected to, you will express the power of. Oh my God. If you're connected to Christ, if you're connected to this nation family, then everything in you will express <laughs> greatness. From, from all the way from Cali Munchi, all the way to uh, Sense by CM, and the women of the city, uh, and Night Shield, and all of these things will be the expression of Christ and his totality. In his Godhead, nothing missing, nothing removed. It will be the fullness of him. So we are connected to him, and if we're connected to Christ, in this family, in this church, then guess what? The nation family will never lose. Where you're going in life is destined. When you are going in life is sure. Where God has assigned you to go to, you will get there and you will be great. You will be seen in his glory. Kalimanchi, let me tell you something because I can see Tafika on. It is not shops you'll be owning. Oh my God, you will, you will own the law of food. You will tell them what food should be and how it should be. That's where you're going. It's easy Nando's, their own shops. It's not hard. But does Nando's dictate how food is distributed in the generation? They don't. So what do you need to go, to go and do? Go and sit down with Joseph and, how, and see how he turned grain into a commodity at a time. What you need to do is sit down with the word and find out what is the word saying about food in my area. And you become the greats in that. When Apostle Dorothy can sit down with the word, she will find legal in the word. When Rebecca, Pastor Abba and whoever can sit down with the word, they will see finances and banking in the world. It's because Christ has become their agenda. Christ is the program. Christ is their all in all. And if Christ is your all in all, you will do the things that he has done unlimited. He said greater works you shall do. Meaning that there's more works to come. There's better works to come. There's a better version of Ryan. And if that better version of Ryan is going to come, it is Christ in him that makes it possible. Choir, help me worship this evening. Come on. Lives in me. Lives in me.
God. When, when you meet the word, the results, the results of your life will be like those you've partnered with. So if you've partnered with the word, your results should be like the word, truly now. Don't tell me you're in the word, yet the results of your life are not matching up to what you say you're hearing and listening to. Then something is wrong there. The programming needs to be checked. And how do you check programming? It can't be you to check your own program. That's why we have leadership. That's why we listen to more words to make sure that we're in line with the program in the nation family. I can't be teaching one thing here and be hearing something else elsewhere. That means something is faulty with me. When you meet the word, your results should be as potent as the word that you're hearing. It is partner season still and your partnership is with Christ. You and him becoming one. You making that decision and agreement and that declaration tonight and forever is what will establish this family for generations to come. Yes, it's Friday night where everybody else is out gallivanting, drinking, doing what they want and I might meet them later. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just saying. But the word for, of God for us is what's more expedient. So if we're saying word every day, then we mean it because we're going to be up tomorrow at 10 a.m. to hear more word from P.O. And we're doing that because we want the results of the word. We want the evidence of this word, the gloriousness. There's so many scriptures I have that I can give to you tonight. But I hope I began to touch some things for you that will help you to understand who lives in you, what lives in you, and how to express what lives in you. And so as we begin to round up this evening, the reason why God asks us to be calmly defiant is so that we don't manifest prematurely. It's so that we don't leave the state of what we're supposed to, to be before our time. So we are calmly defiant, knowing that everything that belongs to us, we're going to go and get and we will push barriers. Anything in our way, there is no such thing as no. When I tell people like Pastor Yotun, they don't tell me that they said no. Don't tell me that they didn't do what you need them to do. You make it happen. That is your defiance saying no and you're calm about it. Doesn't matter if it happens this year or next year. But you're still defying. You don't just say, well, that's it. It's over. No. You keep fighting. Fighting. Tireless intensity. You put on God's power. The power that you're connected to. Like the choir beautiful, beautifully singing tonight or worshipping tonight. They're saying the same power that conquers the grave. It lives inside of you. And if it lives inside of you, let us see. Let us see the effects of Christ being the agenda. <laughs> so as I close tonight, I'm praying that every single one of you who have listened to my voice will begin to go away and think with your leadership and your family and start asking, what's the next stage of our fight? How do we tense and uh, 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 strengthen our warfare? Like Peace Sam said the other day, he said, he said I've posted on Instagram. Guys, I've posted on Instagram. Have you gone to see it? Have you made sure you've patronized it? Those kind of posts cause trouble. Even I looked at it and said, is this allowed? I said, damn it. 
we're going to swipe up hell. Let us do this thing properly. Would you want me to wear a dress sweeping, sweeping the markets? Do you want me to put on a balaclava? Do, well, yeah. We did, we did do that. And the word drove us to do that. If I need to throw on a hijab tomorrow to get my message, I will throw it. You, you know my Buddha name is Rahima. Don't play with me. I will do it. Pastor Rahima, come to deliver the word of God. Do all those things. Don't take any shame. You need me to be a Jew today. Do it. Sake of this message. Do not tell us to the Jews I became a Jew, so that I might win them. Whatever instrument he's given to you, that is Christ saying, That is me in you. Now express me. Go take the nations. God gave us Christ in order to take nations. Everything you need to win in life has been deposited on the inside of you. So as you're rallying up for June service and you're getting your souls ready, I hope you are registering your souls every day from fellowship to fellowship, house to house, place to place. Don't leave it to the last minute. June will just fly around like that, you know. From tonight, you've got to be... Pastor Gani B, I've just seen you comment on my post. That's a problem for me. That's fine. It's only because the thing is popping up on me on the screen. <clears throat> Go get your souls. Go use your influence. 